welcome back to episode 44 of Untucked Shorts. I'm your host, Felix Vogel, and this is my podcastee, a.k.a. my dad, Mark Vogel. So good to be here for this midweek special episode. Emergency episode, really. Because it's February 9th, which is an important day for many people in many places, but for fans of the NBA, it's important because it is the... Trading deadline. And man, there have been some trades. This has been a very exciting deadline, just as exciting as the offseason was. Um, you know, there's just a lot to talk about. Not only is the deadline, there's a couple other things that have just made this week yeah, what it is. what did happen this week that uh, is worth commenting on? Huh, hmm, I don't know. I just think it's be? some kind of record broken yeah, by LeBron James. 38,390 points. An all-time scoring record just broken by LeBron James this week at home in L- or you know at Lakers home against Oklahoma City Thunder. He was 36 away. He dropped 38 in the game, and he passed Kareem, the captain, for the all-time leading scoring ever history. Of course, it was going to be big. It was probably going to be like the most important thing of the Lakers season, but. Just what the international impact. I mean, you know, that kind of really just went to show how big the NBA industry is. You had people who flew 6,000 miles. One people, somebody flew from Poland, you know, an accountant who lives in New York just had an impulse decision to to pay $1,000 for seats and buy a LeBron James jersey just to witness history. I like your your uh, behind-the-scenes digging. This was That was not the lead story on SportsCenter the other night. <laughs> accountant from New York flies to L.A. Yeah, no, but that was just, it was amazing. A little nudge, step back um, to drop it. And, you know, he really is King James. Um, you know, want to, I really want to avoid the GOAT debate. MJ's still on top, but, you know. Just let's move away. Subtle, move away. subtle. It's like nobody <laughs> even noticed how you dropped that in there. Uh, and in a normal week, that would probably be the headline that we would spend the whole episode talking about because it's it's an amazing it's historic a record. Big headline, Maybe I it will be broken in our lifetime. Maybe not. It took thirty eight years to break this one, but the news kept piling up this week. It actually started last week with some news out of Brooklyn to kick off this whole thing. Should we segue? Let's segue. Our next segment, which is called, by the way... Trading or... Nope. Cut. Take it Cut. again. Cut. Rewind. I'll, I'll, I'll wind that back for you. Cut. Our next segment, which is called... Grading the Trading. Now, this is the trade deadline, so many players have moved around. And the first one we have earlier this week, not on the deadline itself, but Kyrie... Kyrie Irving moved to Dallas for Dorian Finney-Smith, a sharpshooter, and some other guy. And some other guy. And some other guy. That'll now, be that'll be a different NBA podcast. That was pretty big because with Luka, the MVP so far this year, and Kyrie, a crazy ball handler, if they can kind of combine, if they can meld. They got something special. Definitely an upgrade for Dallas. I talked to a friend of mine, super fan of the NBA in Brooklyn, Lisa Lepson, this week. And Lisa was okay with Kyrie leaving. In fact, she was more than okay with it. She may be speaking for a lot of Brooklyn fans who kind of say, good riddance, Kyrie. We're better off without you. What do you think? For the past 20 years, there hasn't been a single NBA team that hasn't won a title without two All-Stars. So you really need some firepower, and without Kyrie, though he may not have been that much of a useful piece, he he kind of took away from their ammo of aiming at a championship. But speaking of which, KD 
today, this morning, found himself buying plane tickets to Phoenix. <laughs> he is now a Phoenix Sun. KD has been traded for Jay Crowder, Cam Johnson, and, you know. Mikhail Bridges. Mikhail Bridges. And, and like 25, 25 picks. first round picks. Let me just read to you the Suns starting lineup. Chris Paul at the one. D-Book at the two. I don't know if it's a two. KD. DeAndre Ayton. And some other guy. And some other guy. <laughs> that some other guy's getting a lot of work. The yeah, point is Phoenix has upgraded tremendously. And I, I have to say, we've, we've talked all season about how crowded and jumbled the West is. Now the Suns have uh, added arguably the best player in the league, certainly one of the top five. Is it is it theirs to lose? Are they the, now the the favorite They're, out of coming out of the West? I mean, it was theirs to lose in twenty twenty one when they played the Bucks and, and they lost. So it. grading the trading so far, I think Kyrie to Dallas wasn't the best move because you know it's Kyrie. Um, hate to say it, but you know, yeah, that could just, blow up in a he'll hurry. He'll find himself walking off the wrong side of the flat side of the earth. But um, I don't think that would. I think I'd give it a B plus. All right, so um, B plus for Dallas. And for KD, it just seems like it has to be an A. I'm not saying A plus because it could break down, but I'm going to give it a solid A. All right, moving on. A lot of news out of Los Angeles this week, and there was a complicated coming and going story. We won't get into all the mechanics of it, but at the end of the day, the Russell Westbrook or Russell Westbrook era of the Lakers is over. He's out of there, I believe, on his way to Utah. And D'Angelo Russell, who Warriors fans will remember was on our team for half a season, has gone to the Lakers from Minnesota. Felix, you were telling me earlier that you thought this was actually a pretty good move for the Lakers. Well, They've improved. How come? First, I'd just like to start off by saying I don't like to refer to Russell Westbrook as Russell Westbrook. He's a very strong player. He's an all-star, and he can get a lot of hate because, you know, his shooting percentage did, you know. You're not going to answer my question, did, are you? Uh, no, this I would give uh, D'Lo to L.A. an A+. Really? I think, A+. Plus. Like, I think D'Lo would kind of just fit in with them. Do you remember when young Brandon Ingram was in L.A.? I do. I think it's going to be like that, but he's surrounded by LeBron and Anthony Davis. He okay, let me, let me give you in. a counter-argument to this. D'Angelo Russell, to me, it's kind of a miniature version of Russell Westbrook. He is individually an incredibly talented, incredibly strong player, high score, does a lot, but I don't see any evidence that he makes his teams better. I, think, I don't think it worked in Minnesota, and I think another ball-dominant guard with the ego who doesn't play defense is not ultimately going to help the Lakers crack the top six this season, much less it, get deep into the playoffs. I know this isn't the strongest uh, take from a podcaster, but it just seems like the right fit. I can't give you any evidence, but I just see this working out as a basketball authentic fan. We are nine minutes into this special emergency podcast here on Untucked Shorts, and we haven't talked about probably the most important trade of the week as far as us we're concerned. And of course, Felix, I am referring to who? Mason Plumley for Reggie Jackson. Oh. Was that the wrong one? Yeah, sorry. The Clippers sorry, podcast. Sorry, just Plumley, Plumley Plumley's needs. always on the brain. Okay, sorry. No. Felix, you came home from school today, and uh, let's just say you were amped. You were hyped. You were up very a couple excited. decibels in your, in your octaves because the Warriors made a huge move at the very end of the deadline. We traded James Wiseman for Gary Payton II. Yes, guys. GP2. 
is back in the stew. It that is. sounds weird. <laughs> I'll <laughs> take it back weird. in the mix, back in the back stew. Back in the mix, you know, back in the stew. This is this is really huge. And I think... this is beginning to brew thoughts of Do you wanna just freestyle the rest of the podcast okay. episode? We could drop a beat behind it. Okay. <laughs> You came home really elated because Gary Payton, too, not only was just a huge favorite last season of ours to kind of come from this role playing, didn't really catch on in his career to become an essential part of our championship season. Then we lost him to Portland. Now he's back. How do you think this makes the Warriors better with 28 games left in the regular season? I mean, he's just a great, great bench player. And if anybody on our starting lineup gets injured, He'll fit in for them. He just goes with the Warriors. I mean, he really fit in. He was in this brew. Um, he was just doing things we need to have happen. And, you know, I don't want to get too into it, but it wasn't exactly, since Wiseman hasn't been doing that well, it wasn't exactly Wiseman for Gary Payton. It was more, so Wiseman got traded to um Okay, Detroit I'm going to interrupt you right there because I think we're going to lose our... They got traded to Atlanta for five picks, which got traded. So it was a very complicated system, but we were able to But land. at the end of the day, James Wiseman was sitting on the bench. Clearly, the coaches had lost confidence in him. We had a guy who wasn't helping us play better. And instead, we've now got Gary Payton, who's a defensive specialist, who is going to be a lockdown, clutch time, reliable player. I think it is the difference between losing games in the fourth quarter by five points and winning those games. And if we can do that for the next 28 games, I think we probably improved our record by at least four, if not five games. I mean, Gary Payton and DiVincenzo as a back of mm. defense is, yeah. you know, just... Pick your poison. Oh. You're the opposing team. Who do you want to run at? I mean, it's intense. And then Draymond or maybe Looney doing a little rim protection. Yeah. And Iggy is probably going to find himself with a couple more minutes. Iggy will start to come back now. So all of a sudden we go from a a very leaky defense to a very strong and and even intimidating defense. And just this one six-foot-two guy can glue it together. Glue it. Brew it. it. And his name is GP2. Oh, we didn't give a grade to the Warriors. What grade do you give the front office for bringing GP2 back? I think our grading and training is... What's higher than the A? Hmm. Uh, a triple A, a triple A plus plus plus. A triple A plus. A triple A plus plus plus. Maybe just plus. like a gold star. Maybe a just a smiley star. face on top of their yeah. like test. That's what I'd give the Warriors. Bob Myers, so, you get the gold star. Thank you for listening to episode forty-three, the emergency. Forty-four. Ep- Forty-four, the emergency episode. See you next time on Untucked Shorts. That was funny. That was great. That was pretty funny. That was really <laughs> funny. We are rolling. Uh, yeah. You know, we actually are rolling oh, right now. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, we got to stop rolling.